With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Recorded live. Y'all ready? Here we go. Thank <laughs> you. 
When you think of love, what does it mean? I'm talking about that love you can't explain. See, I want to go to that special place where there is a love that you can't erase. Oh, hope you heard about it. Yeah, I'm sure you heard about it. A place talking about heaven. Hope you heard about it. Yeah, hope you heard about it. A place I'm talking about heaven. Yeah, cause I want to go to the city. She said, Oh, yeah, I want to go to the city. Think about what does it mean? Talking about that love you can't explain. See, I wanna go to that special place where there is a love that you can't erase. Oh. I'm sure you heard about it. Okay, I'm talking about heaven. Yeah, I'm sure you heard about it. I'm talking about heaven. Yeah, I wanna go to. Hello. Short Good morning, notice. everyone. Sorry about that. No problem. <clears throat> Father, all the praise and all the glory goes to you forever and ever. I thank you, Father, for this day and for allowing us to be able to enjoy it. Father, I just thank you. 
for waking us this morning, giving us another opportunity to do better. Father, we thank you for this call, for giving us a place to come together for fellowship, learn, and to share in your word. Father, we we just thank you for our very existence. We thank you for all that we have, for all that we are able to do. We thank you, Father, for the little things that we take for granted on a day-to-day basis, things that we don't even notice until they're not there anymore. Father, we thank you. And I pray that anyone who takes the time to, to listen to the call, be it now or later, that they hear something on here that will help them, Father, in their walk with you. Father, I pray that we are continuing to be a blessing to others simply by speaking to someone, acknowledging their presence. It doesn't cost us anything, and it could mean the world to someone else. Father, we thank you for your unconditional love, your mercy, and your grace. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Okay. We started our service with praise and worship through song followed by opening prayer. When I conclude the announcements, Brother Sam will give us the word, and the service will conclude with Brother Sam conducting prayer requests. I would like to thank everyone for joining us this morning and ask that you put your phones on mute to eliminate any background noise from disrupting the service. Thank you. All are welcome to call into the Prayer Shifting Ministries morning prayer call. Every morning, Tuesday through Friday, starting at 6 a.m., Central Standard Time at 724-444-7444. The call ID is 126-976, then select one for guests. Again, that is the morning prayer call, Tuesday through Friday at 6 a.m. The number is 724-444-7444. The call ID is 126-976, and then select one for guests. You can also listen in on your computer. Go to TalkShoe.com, enter the same call ID, 126976, then click on the pink square in the middle of the screen that says the call is in progress. Click to listen. Again, that is TalkShoe, T-A-L-K-S-H-O-E.com. Call ID, 126976, then click on the pink square in the middle of the screen that says the call is in progress. Click to listen. You can also listen to previous day's prayer calls. If you scroll down, they are listed by date, starting with the most current. There will be a prophetic call held on the first Saturday of each month at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time at 724-444-7444. The code is 145-000. The May call will be held on Saturday, May 5th. Again, that is a prophetic call on the first Saturday of the month at 7 p.m. The number is 724 444-7444. The call call ID is 145-000, and the May call will be held on Saturday, May 5th. We ask that you continue to keep Wajanet in your prayers, and we ask that you continue to keep Sister Donna on your prayer list, who is diagnosed with multiple myeloma. May God continue to bless all on our prayer list with the strength needed to make it through their journeys. During the word and prayer requests, please refrain from individual conversations and prayer shout-outs, even if it is for Brother Sam. Although greatly appreciated, they disrupt the service. The prayer call mentioned above is a better form as it is more informal. Thank you for your cooperation. And let us continue to pray for our young people. So many are lost and misdirected. They are under attack and need prayer like never before. 
start with the ones closest to you and then extend your prayer to those who have no one to pray for them. The day is today and the time is definitely now. This concludes this week's announcement. Brother Sam? Yep, I'm here. Yes, sir. Oh, I know you said this is supposed to be formal, huh? <laughs> Not today. No, okay. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Father God. We praise thy name, Father God. Rumbos we glorify you, Holy Spirit. We seek your face, Father. Oh, Father God, let your anointing come forth. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Father God. Your condos go to Combosque, the Candrasco, the Cosse de Ke. Let the word begin to come forth. Let the anointing of God begin to flow. Ah, shadow the Combosaka. Peace. Peace that surpasses all understanding, Father. Peace, Lord. Peace. Speak to me, speak through me this morning, Lord. Peace. Thank you, Lord, for settling me. Peace, Lord. Peace surpasses all understanding. 
Thank you, Father God, for speaking to your children right now. Cover and keep us, Father. Cover and keep us, Lord. This is nothing that we need to be trying to do on our own, Lord. It's not designed that way. Though we tend to do it, though we tend to pick ourselves up by our own bootstraps, even if they have bootstraps anymore, you know, it's kind of interesting. It's a saying that, you know, really don't make any sense because do they really have bootstraps anymore? No, they really don't. Seldom. Mm. Okay. But still, you know, well, I mean, you know, youngsters will probably be like, what in the heck is he talking about? Bootstraps? I don't know, man, you know. But anyway, bottom line is we try to do it on our own. That's how we talk. That's how we talk. Pick yourself up. Get it right. And this is true. But you must understand that truthfully the way it's designed is it's designed to lean on the Lord. But first it starts with salvation. So if you are not a child of God, then, yeah, you're trying to do it on your own. If you're not a child of God, yeah, you're walking in your own mindset, you're all on your own understanding, you're, you're doing what the world tells you to do. But once you become a child of God, that means you say yes to Jesus Christ as your Savior. Now you have options, not before, regardless of what the world tells you, not before. You you don't have access to God until you say yes to Jesus. The world will tell you so many different things, and it's designed to get you confusion, to pull you astray. It's the prince of the power of the air. He's doing what he's doing. He's the father of life. Shut it, of course, they did care. But once you say yes to Jesus, you now have options. But you can still do it your own way. And we do that. We do that so often. <clears throat> Excuse me as I go find out what water is running in this house that does this continuously. Which one is it today? And it's, hmm, maybe I'm just going crazy. Oh, that would be part for the course. I'm already there. And evidently the cat is sick of you. Yeah, I love my household. But anyway. Yeah, today's service is going to probably be a little different because I'm just really pretty much in a certain kind of mood. And since I'm the bringer of the message, that means it's going to be a little different. <laughs> but God, Holy Spirit, give me the words to say today. So that I can reach your children, my brothers and sisters in Christ. Not only to reach them, but to reach me also, Father. For we all need to hear from you. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Amen. Okay, for those of you who have your Bibles, Ephesians, the sixth chapter, and the 13th and 14th verse. Ephesians 6, 
13 and 14. unto you the whole arm of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all the stand to stand therefore having done all the stand stand therefore having your loins girded about with truth and having on the breastplate of righteousness I'm going to go ahead and read the rest of it and your feet shall with the preparation of the gospel of peace above all taking the shield of faith wherewith you should be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit, and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all the saints. Mm. This is Paul talking to the church in Ephesians. And he's telling them how to stand he said, when you've done all the stand, stand therefore. <laughs> Wherefore, take unto you the whole arm of God. Right there, he's telling you, you need the whole arm of God in order to be able to stand. If you want to walk in victory. But honestly, if you don't have the whole arm of God, it's not even a matter of walking in victory. You won't be able to stand. Because somehow, some way, somewhere along in the journey, you will get knocked down. It's just life. And it's just the way that it happens. So he says, take the whole arm of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day. What is the evil day? What is the evil day? It's the day when the trials and tribulations outweigh your your purpose, outweigh your situation and circumstance. When the trials and tribulations are so momentous and you really begin to look at them and focus on them, you're on what's really going on. Why am I walking down this walk? <laughs> Take the whole arm of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day. And having done all to stand, stand there for. Why would he find it necessary to tell you to stand there for? Hmm. He's telling you <laughs> that you're going to want to quit. He said, you've done all this. That means you have reached your end point. You have reached the point of like, ah, I can't stand I can't hold it anymore. Imagine you holding up a boulder or some weights and you, or even pumping iron. I mean, back in the day in the gym when we were pumping iron, you've done your set, your reps, and all of a sudden your mentor says, no, you got some more in you. 
No, I need you to hold this a little bit longer. I need you to stand therefore. But I have given my all, Lord. I've done my 20 reps. I've done what was required of me as far as I knew of. But you're telling me to give some more. Hmm. Talking Pam yesterday, and we were talking about the work ethic of athletes. And it is the same today as it used to be back in the day. And as I said, you know, but the thing that I'm hearing from the superstars, those who have longevity, those who have made it to a whole other level, yeah, their work ethic is there. Their work ethic is there because when the practice is done, then they go to their own personal practice. Reggie Miller said, you know, when he was in college, he used to do 1,000 shots every day after practice, and I think when he got in the pros, it went up to 5,000. That's the work ethic. That's the, that's the ability to stand and stand there for us. She was talking, referencing Michael Jordan that in the playoffs when he, when he was sick and with the flu, but he went out there and played and scored 50-some points. See, those are examples of standing and standing there for you. But, see, they were doing it because they had a desire to win. They were doing it because they had a purpose, an in-goal game purpose, in-game goal purpose. And we're going to get into that standing there for because he's standing there for requires certain things from you in order for you to be able to do it. See, Paul told you that first and foremost you need to put on the whole arm of God. But even in putting on the whole arm of God, there's some things you need to know. Which naturally, as I'm, as I'm thinking about it, that's the different elements of the armor touch on this. And one of the things is you need to remove, renew your mind. You need to renew your mind. Why is that purposeful? Well, because first of all, you are going to get hit. You are going to get knocked down. You are going to get come across some, what, what is going on, why. So you need to renew your mind. And in the process of renewing your mind, what actually happens according to Scripture as far as how God has deemed it, and I say it that way purposely, because I'm talking about there's a difference when the world is doing it. But, see, as you're renewing your mind, what begins to happen is your mind begins to transform. Your mind begins to transform because, see, your thoughts are not his thoughts, your ways are not his ways. So what do I mean by that? Because God will have you doing some stuff that just don't make no sense to us. God will have you in situations and circumstances, and you're going, Why? God will tell you to go do something, and you're walking around, really? Oh, okay, let, let, me, let, let, me, let me reference this. You know, you, you, you know, you, well, i got to mess with Mark right now, but, you know, oh, yeah, go ahead, start a, start a church. Oh, before you start your church, let me take everything away from you, but still go out there and do what I told you to do. Lord, that don't make sense. Don't I need to be better positioned? Don't I need to have my stuff together and then go step out to do something new? Yeah, according to you. But see, this is a faith journey, and I know my purposes of why I'm having you to do it such a way. Mm. 
I have reasons. I have divine understanding of why I have purposed you to go this particular route. But see, you must lean into my understanding and allow me to work through you. Because when I'm doing that, the processes, the processes to perfect you will begin to manifest. But when you're walking according to your understanding, when you're walking according to your desires, when you're walking according to your mindset, you're walking according to your soulish thoughts, which is beneath my spiritual ways. So we must renew our mind because we must slowly get an understanding that the only way we're going to walk this spiritual journey is to shed ourselves of our soulishness. To shed ourselves of our soulish thoughts and desires. And see, you can't even do that until you begin to recognize that what you are doing is carnal. So many things we do as carnal, we don't even understand it. But see, again, we're talking about it as we talk about going through the word in a week. You're walking in the light that you have, but are you walking into the fullness of the light that you have? See, that's first and foremost. See, all this happens is you begin to renew your mind because God begins to show you things and teach you things about yourself, about life, about situations and circumstances. Hmm. Renewing your mind is a necessity because it transforms you from you into him. The other thing you do you must learn how to build up your spirit. I'm, I'm touching on having done all the stand, the stand therefore. How do you stand therefore? According to God. Remember, this is a spiritual thing. This is a faith journey. So in order for you to be able to do that, you must build up your spirit, man. You must learn, first of all, the components of who, how you comprise. And you must seize your spirit. How do you feed your spirit? I'm going to give you a clue. Ask God what you need to do. Why do I say that that way? Because so often, and and you will start out this way, and that's fine because we're all children. But so often we start out doing things to feed our spirit by doing what we think is right, doing what we know what to do. And that's all fine and well, and that's where you start off, but you're starting off as a babe. Ultimately, the only way that you can really feed your spirit is by getting in contact with the Holy Spirit and asking what you need to do. Because you can do godly things, but if it's not of God, meaning of the timing of God, then it's you doing it and not him. See, he has to teach you and train you in all these things. So building up your spirit has to come directly from the Holy Spirit. Even in weight training and building up your muscles, if you do things in a certain manner, a certain way, your body becomes, it becomes used to it and your body won't grow. If I'm going to go over my format, I'm going to do my, my, I'm going to do my squats, my leg raise, I'm going to do 10 of each, 
20 toe curls, and I'm going to do this certain way, this certain time of the day, and I'm going to do them exactly the same way, your body will not grow. It adjusts to it. So you got to alter it. You got to you got to do different things. You got to attack your body in different ways to trick it so that it now is challenged. Do you hear me now? That means in order for growth to occur, your body must be challenged. So now let's think about this in a spiritual sense. See, you first must con- you must connect with the Holy Spirit first and foremost, and that's going to be a struggle initially. Because you're so used to doing things your own way. Now, I'm telling you, when you first start out as a child of God and you're a babe, and you could be a babe, you could have been saved for 20 years and still be a babe in Christ. Let me break this thing down to you for real. If you do not know how to get in contact with the Holy Spirit, if you do not know how to get in the presence of God, if you don't know how to walk to a certain level to draw down or connect with God, you are a babe as far as walking spiritually. Because what you're doing is you're walking out of your own mindset, your own understanding. You don't know how to connect with God so that you can hear from him so that you can yield. So he has to teach and train you in all of those first steps before you can really walk spiritually. So we got a lot of soulless Christians walking around here in tradition, walking around here in theory, walking around here in what the word and what the mindset, what the Bible says, and there's a knowledge of God, but not walking according to the spirit of God. And they don't even realize it. They don't even realize it. In order for you to walk, to build your spirit, you must connect with your mentor who is the Holy Spirit, and he strives with us. He has been striving with us since the beginning. That means there's a wrestling, there's a battle. That's why he used the word strive, a continuous fight because of our flesh nature. But that's what he's here for. God said, Jesus said, I must leave so that the Holy Spirit can come down. See, Jesus was in one place at one time, but the Holy Spirit is everywhere. That's why he says in his word, he's omnipresent because he's everywhere. See, right now, I'm going to pray that you experience him right now. Right now, I'm going to pray that the Holy Spirit touches you in a way that you haven't been touched. So you can begin to experience him. So you need to begin to experience his presence. Before you can tap into his power, mm, 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 that was powerful right there. You must experience his presence before you can tap into his power. Simply put, he's not going to let you walk in his power until you train how to use it accordingly. God ain't going to give you the power of God. Because if you don't understand certain things, you'll wreck your own life as well as somebody else's. See, if you don't understand how much power you have in your tongue, how you can cause blessings. Okay, this week for me was one hell of a week. I restrained my tongue as much as I could until that last day. I said, hell with all of this. I'm so tired of this. 
it was a serious struggle because I knew what I wanted to say, but I knew what I could not say because I recognized that I do walk in the office of a prophet. And if I want to mix the, the blessings that God is trying to give me, I'm going to shut the hell up. And it was a struggle, people. It was a struggle. I can't just going around saying, oh, that kills me. Oh, I, I can't do that. Because I'm walking in the high love and power of God. <laughs> you know what, though? <laughs> you know, you don't need to be doing it either. Because you, you'll never get to the level of walking in the anointing that God has given you to walk in if you don't begin to understand the principles and everything that is. See, there's foundations in everything. There's foundations in everything. So we're talking about building up your spirit, man. You must begin to understand the spiritual principles, the rules and regulations that God has ordained. I didn't make this. I'm learning things just as you. It's just like you got laws outside in this country. If you, if you walk outside, you do certain things, you get arrested. Whether or not you know the law is legal or not, certain things you know is legal, certain things you don't. And what is the first thing they say? Uh, well, what, what, what's the term they say? Uh, not knowing the laws, no, no excuse. I can't think of his term. But bottom line, just because you don't know it don't mean you can't be arrested for it. <clears throat> Renewing your mind, building up your spirit. <laughs> what else do you need to do in order to stand and stand there for God is going to train you to learn how to trust him and his word. <laughs> For yourself. Not, not, not walking in according to what somebody else has told you. Not walking in what grandma said or what the preacher said or what your neighbor said, but walking in what you have experienced for yourself. I often tell people, you know, I've kind of gotten to the point in my walk that there are things in the Bible that I might not necessarily see, understand, or agree with. But I've gotten to the point that I just say, okay, Lord. I I, I, I jokingly laugh at at my (coughs) employee who, you know, he struggles with believing the Bible, and it's not true. And I, okay. But as he's beginning to experience certain things, I also look at him as he's beginning to accept certain things because it's like, you know what, because he's having his own personal experience. I don't have to argue with you to, to make, you know, that the word of God is true. It will prove itself true, but that's only if you are willing to walk it out, to try God. He says, prove me at this. Try it. Because, see, you can't stand and stand therefore if you don't believe it. If you if you don't believe God, if you don't trust God, you're not going to do what he says. I'm already telling you he's going to have you doing some foolish things. He's going to already have you doing some things that don't make sense, that don't feel good. So if you're not trusting him, if you're not trusting his word, you will not be able to stand and stand therefore. 
That's why we have to go back to process. That's why we have to come back to the understanding that it's a journey. I'm going to start out at A, and I'm going to graduate to B, then I'm going to go to C. I might have a desire to start out at M, but I'm not qualified. See, in my mind, according to how I think I am, in my mind, according to who I think I am and what I call, I, you know, I've got degrees. I've done all this all my life. I can, yes, this is who I am. So I'm going to start off right here in the middle because that's what I deserve. And God said, you ain't nothing but a baby. Because you're walking in too much of pride, mindset, self-righteousness, all of this that you don't understand. So... As long as you're willing to stay stuck, I'm going to let you stay there because I'm not going to violate your will. In this dispensation, meaning in this time, it's all about a choice. So if we want to stay stuck in self, God says, okay, all right. And it might work for you to some degree. What do I mean? Because, because see, the, the laws and rules and regulations of the spiritual world are just that. Those people who are making profit and successful as far as what we deem successful, meaning they got money, power, fame, those things of that nature, I'm talking about those who are unsaved. Okay? But what is bottom line is they have walked in spiritual principles. They understand perseverance. They understand diligence. They understand studying. See, they've, uh, they've applied all of that from a worldly perspective, and they have achieved what they wanted to achieve in the world. See, now, the thing is, check this out. He is the prince of the power yet. He can give to whom he wants to give it to. So now, if he chooses to bless his children of disobedience and they will prosper his message, that's what he does. So now, why am I saying that? Because, see, here you are now a child of God, and you're trying to do things in the right and the correct way, and you're wondering why you're struggling. You're wondering why you're going through so much, because, see, he is the prince of the power of the air. So what has to happen is in your faith journey, you have to get strong enough so you can throw him down and get what God has ordained for you to have, because the enemy is not going to give it up easily. He's not going to easily give you that which God has ordained for you to have. Why do you think he says the kingdom of heaven suffering fire and a body taken by force? You're not going to easily inherit the blessings of God. There's a fight and there's a battle that has to go forth because Satan doesn't want to get Why does not? Why does he want that not to happen? What did I just say? He will bless the children of disobedience. Here you are. Think about it a lot. I'm going to just say this because it's easy for us to understand. A lot of the rock stars, music stars, these people, and they're doing all these crazy things, this, that, and the other. So they perfected their crowd. They perfected their crowd. But now they're out here luring all of these other people into this world of chaos, drugs, things of that nature. Satan's like, cool. Give him what he wants. Because what's going to eventually happen is... He's already mine. He's going to eventually die. But in the process, he's luring so many other people into my kingdom, into my way. So he blesses them. But now here you are 
trying to do things the right way, trying to do things from God, <laughs> you're struggling and you wonder why. Am I, am I talking crazy right now? Does it sound far-fetched? Because, I mean, you're talking about God. You're talking about Satan. God is God and Satan. And Satan ain't got no power. So let's go back to the wilderness experience. Let's go back to when Satan tried Jesus. And what did he tell him? I will give you all of these kingdoms if you would just bow down to me. Did Jesus call him a liar? No, he didn't. He had the power to give. Jesus did not say he was wrong because he knew that he was right. Satan does have power, but the thing is, as a child of God, you have more power, but that is only as the Holy Spirit teaches and trains you to walk in that power. Then you can usurp the enemy. Then you can overcome him. Then you can just just be, um, what's the word? I, I, all the words that I was just coming out with, with child, where I threw out the scripture, how you have to overcome usurp. There's an element that's saying that you have to get him off your back. There's, there's a, what God is saying that you must throw him off of you, that you must get him, make him release you, that you must trample him down. He's trying to let you know that if you don't grow up spiritually, that he's going to beat the Shandara off of you because he can. I was driving, taking dad to church. And I was just looking at this dude, and I just said, he is just so lost. Walking up and down the street, that's what he does every day. But how many more people are lost? See, he, you can look at him and just tell he's lost. But how many more people are lost that don't look as bad as him, but yet they're lost? They're lost in their own desires. They're lost in their mindset. They're lost in the ways of the world. And they get caught up. Our president is lost. Mm-hmm. That, and that's a perfect example of having achieved success according to the world, but still being lost. <laughs> Building up your spirit. Your spirit man must be built up as the Holy Spirit directs your steps. Your spirit man must be built up as the Holy Spirit trains you. You cannot build your spirit man up with the leadership of the Holy Spirit. Because if you do, you're only walking in self-righteousness, which is carnality. So you must learn how to get in contact with God in order for God to show you how to walk in the spiritual arena. Learn to trust God in his word. We just touched on that one. Oh, this next one here, I know y'all going to learn this one. Because I was just talking about trusting God, trusting his word. He'll train you and teach you how to walk accordingly. <laughs> yeah, they're going to sit in the sun, that's all. Oh, yeah, baby. And these next two tied each other. It's going to be uncomfortable, and it's going to cost you something. Oh, oh, oh. 
it's gonna be uncomfortable. Mm, 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 mm. And it's going to cost you something. See, I mean, when you start, when I'm talking about here, I've got to go back to grad students again. See, when you start as a baby, as you're growing, yeah, it's fine. I mean, even then, it basically costs you something. It costs you time because you have to learn how to spend time with God. It costs you, um, you have to learn how to do things what God wants, the way he wants. You know, so that uncomfortable then is is not as like it is when you get older. I was in the store the other day and I was laughing with somebody because we're looking at children. Man, how we used to go, man, when I get big, you know, we used to complain because we got to come in at a certain time and we got to do our homework and we got these rules and regulations. Man, we just had it so doggone bad. Couldn't wait till we got big. Ha! Yeah. And all adults just laugh. Because what is it? He said, yeah, just keep living. Mm-hmm. So when you obey in the spiritual arena, and when you obey, you start learning things of God. The same as, as you know, doing it when you're a child. You might be learning a little bit. It might be a little bit uncomfortable, but it's not really uncomfortable. Until you get older, to maturity wise, when it really begins to get uncomfortable, when God has you doing things which you would never think you'd be doing, dealing with people you would never think you'd be dealing with, being in situations and circumstances you're like I would never go in, and then you find yourself right in the middle. You're going really, Lord. But see, by this point in time, you have spent enough time with the Father that you know his voice. And so now you will tell yourself this ain't of God, but you know you're lying to yourself. <laughs> I'm talking about I'm, I'm talking about you know when you really know the voice of God, and He has you dealing with people that you wouldn't want to be dealing with, going in places you wouldn't want to be going. That's the uncomfortable part. See, but he does all this for purpose. He does all this for purpose, for his divine purpose. And he knows why. I was on the phone yesterday, and Erica blessed my heart so much when she said, well, she said a few things. But one of the first things she said, they said, there is purpose in what you're going through right now. I said, well, praise God. See, so often when we don't see the purpose, then we'll quit. This doesn't make any sense. I don't understand this, Lord. Because, see, now, when see, when you get into those uncomfortable situations and circumstances, when you get into those those things which you're, you're really, when I say it's going to cost you something, because it's going to cost you, really cost you something. It's going to cost you some of you, your pride, might cost you some money. It's definitely going to cost you some time. <laughs> and you just sit up here going, why, Lord? He said, because I told you to. You don't understand the fullness of why, but I need you to walk in this right now. You know what? I'm going to say it like this. I have learned so much patience in dealing with my parents and other situations and circumstances. 
I, and I realize that. Because I be, I come in and I, okay, he's going to take his time and he's going to be a minute. So, because I, I, it makes no sense for me to try to make him move any faster because it ain't going to happen. So, if I get frustrated with it, it's only going to upset me. And then if I upset him, it's not going to make the situation or circumstances any better. So, I have gotten to the point now that. I've learned, okay, well, I can't do this, do something else. So now my time, man, I try to be efficient while I sit here and wait and just do something else. But I've learned a lot of patience in dealing with my people in my home and dealing with situations and circumstances. God has used that to make me more patient. <laughs> it is so funny <laughs> whenever she, shut up, Sam, whenever my sister comes over, to see her be so exasperated in dealing with them. And I just laugh. Because <laughs> it ain't going to make it any better. What's the matter? Come I just look at it, poor baby. Poor baby. But what I'm trying to tell you is God will use things to train you for his purpose. But you're going to have to get over your uncomfortableness. You're going to have to get over yourself. You will see, that's why I'm going back to renewing your mind. Your ways are not his ways. Your thoughts are not his thoughts. He has purpose in why he has you doing these things. And it's for his divine assignment, for the end game goal. So you will be uncomfortable. You will be doing things that don't make sense, and it will cost you something. It's going to cost you something. If you think it ain't, just keep walking. You will find you will be given more than you thought because that's the only way you're going to be able to achieve spiritual progress, to deny yourself. It costs you to put your flesh in the grave, to put your mindset, your understanding in the grave. That's why he tells you to mortify you, but it's going to cost you something. So don't think that this walk is a cakewalk, and anybody who tells you that it is is not truly walking spiritually because you're walking with a flesh nature that has its own desires, its own mindset. It wants to do what it wants to do, even if it sit down and do nothing. I want to be lethargic. I want to do that, that. That in and of itself is not of God. God is a God of progress. God is continually moving. God is continually doing something. So if you're finding that you're just continually not doing anything, that's you walking in you. So it's going to cost you something. It's going to be uncomfortable. One more point. Two more points. This is a faith journey. You cannot please God without faith. Faith means you're stepping out of yourself. See, this is, this is why I always say, we're talking about the stand and the stand is there for. That means you believe in God past the point where you've given up. That's what Paul was trying to get you to see. you got to get past the point where you have personally given up. Well, you have personally abandoned ship. Well, you have personally said to hell with all of this. 
but you wake up the next morning and you find yourself putting on your battle gear to go back for war. <laughs> that's the faith part. That's that's real faith. That's real faith. To get up. Oh, Jesus. And to do it one more time. When you don't feel like it, it don't make sense, you worn out, and you even saying, you know what, this is stupid. But you're being obedient. You're trusting God. You've gotten to his word, and his word has proven itself to be true in your own experience. So since he woke you up, he said, I'm going to fight one more time. See, that's real faith. That's real faith and allowing God to perfect all things that concern of you. Because he's working all things together for your good and for his glory. See, those are the things that we don't understand. Why it's important that we renew our mind, transform our thoughts, build up our spirit, learn to trust God. See, all these things apply because in order for us to stand and to stand there for we must walk in faith, and that means believing that something is going to manifest when it has not yet done such. And you just being a good steward over his word and over that which he's called you to do. See, that's faith. And you can't please God without faith. These are the levels that God wants you to get to in him. This is the processes that God wants you to grow up in him. This is a faith journey. This is a faith journey. Line upon line, precept upon precept. Walking in the course of the movement of the Holy Spirit. He will teach you all things that concern of him. Actually, in the Word of God, he says he will teach you all things. See, that's when you connect with your mentor. He'll teach you and show you he's really not trying to withhold anything from you. That's, that's, the, that's the one thing if you can ever get into that understanding. God is really not trying to withhold anything from you. He just wants to make sure that you're capable of dealing with it. He wants to make sure that you're qualified. See, that's the difference. See, I talked about earlier about Satan blessing the children of disobedience. He'll give you whatever that's going to steal his job, steal, kill, and destroy. Oh, I'll give you a whole bunch of money that's going to take you to grave. Oh, yeah. And you're going to cry. Oh, go ahead. And you're going to take other people with you? Sure, let me give you more than enough. But God will purposely keep it from me because he said, you ain't ready yet. I need you to learn this. I need you to get to this level. See, that's the difference between walking in the corners with, with, with the word and walking in the corners with being led by satanic purposes or the way of the world. But this is a faith journey. So the Holy Spirit has to train you how to walk in faith. He has to train you how to get into the way. He has to train you to mortify you, but he has to train you in so many different things so that you will connect and move in accordance with the leadership of the Holy Spirit and God and his word. It's a faith journey. You can't please God without faith. But I got one more 
I got one more, which is actually my first one. But when I was thinking about it, this one here, I'm not going to say it outweighs, but maybe I might need to say outweighs. Because this one here is, is so important. Because if you don't establish this one here, I can guarantee you, you ain't going to do all the other ones. If you, you know, we talked about renewing your mind, transforming your thoughts, building up your spirit, trusting God in his word, going to call. I got all these things I got written down, but I'm going to tell you this one right here. If you don't get this one down, somewhere along the way, you're going to throw it down and say to hell with it. Because he said, what is it when you've done all to do to stand? Stand therefore. In order for you to do that, the first and foremost thing you got to do is establish your why. Whoop, Jesus. Why am I doing this? Why am I going through this? Why, 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 why? Why? And let me tell you, your why will change. Because you'll start off because you're doing it for a certain reason, a certain purpose, but as you begin to grow, as you begin to transform, as you begin to increase, your why will change. When I first started getting into God and his word, one of my main reasons why was because I wanted to be rich, and I saw things in the Word of God that showed me how to make money, how to be prosperous, how to be blessed. Now, to be very honest with you, I need money. But to be very honest with you, I'm just really, just really trying to be obedient out of more than anything else. Just trying to do what he's telling me to do more than anything else. It don't feel good. It don't look good. Constant battles, constant wars, constant struggles. But because I have gone through these processes and he has constantly shown me that his word works, he is constantly taking care of me, my household, where I can actually look around and see the testimonies. When it pains me, when it hurts me, I get up and do it anyway because I'm just trying to be a good kid. I'm just trying to do what my daddy tells me to do. That's simply put. That's my why. I don't like it. It don't make sense. But my daddy has shown me it taught me that there's purpose to this. My daddy has shown me that his ways outweigh my ways, and I don't need to understand. I just need to be obedient. 
So I put down my feelings. I put down my frustration, my anguish, my pain. And I just try to be a good little kid. Hello? I just try to be a good little kid. Your why is your foundation for all the other stepping stones of how to stand and stand there for. You must establish your why because that is the key for everything else to be built upon. Any structure that you build, the foundation must be strong in order for the building to go up. Your why is that foundational stone for your building. Your why will transform. Your why will change. But you must establish your why because if it is not properly established and if it is not, if your why does not outweigh what you're going through, you'll stop. You will stop. Establish your why. Why are you in school? Why are you going to work? Why are you on the computer? Why do you get on this call? Establish your why. Because that will give you the reason when you're challenged, as the apostle said, to stand and stand there for. Because he already told you right there, when you've done all to do to stand, that means you've done everything within your capability to stand. Stand there for. He's telling you you're going to want to quit. But if you reach down and you know why you're doing what you're doing, you will find a source that is beyond you that will propel you to the next level. So I'm going to just touch on these briefly again. Establish your why. Renew your mind. Transform your thoughts and your ways. Build up your spirit. You learn to trust God and his word. It's going to cost you something. It's going to be uncomfortable, but remember that this is the faith journey. And that is our lesson, our message for today. Amen. And amen.
Questions, comments, criticism, conclusion. Anybody got anything? Nope. Hi. Oh, string. Where does string come from? Okay. Prayer quest. Because I'm about to do my juicing. Anybody want prayer going once? I guess you pray for me, I pray for you. Hold it up. Pray for you. Father God, I'll pray for Miss Pamela Scotty. Your condos could have come both get a contrast, could have gone see this, could have come both grandish, could have come both get a come. Father God, continue to work with your daughter. Continue to impart those things inside of her that need to be done, Lord. Continue to reveal to her the truthfulness of your word as she rises up to become a good steward of it, Lord. Transform her heart, her mind, her spirit, soul, and body so she can walk in the fullness of her provision, not in the partiality. Help her to understand, Lord, that it's only in you, through you, and by you that she will rise up to do all that you called her to do. And that is my prayer for her today. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Father, we lift up brother's hand. Thanking you for this son of yours. Father, we just thank you for continuing to guide and direct his steps. Thanking you, Father, for continuing to to feel him when he feels depleted. Thankful, Father, that he that he remembers whose he is and that there is a plan. And that the trials and tribulations, although exhausting, although although they may wipe them out sometimes, they are still strengthening him. They are building him for something more, for something larger, for something better that you are preparing him for. That he is learning what to do and how to do so that when those larger things come, he will know how to handle them. And when the when the opposition attacks, It won't phase him because he'll remember all that he's already been through. And he will be toughened because of it. 
We thank you, Father, for the for the mentorship that he is providing for the for the example that he is setting for those who are stumbling on their path to you, Father. And how what he says and what he does is touching them even when they don't realize it. We just thank you, Father, for continuing to to provide a light for him so that he knows that he is on the right path. We thank you, Father, for his health and wellness, not only for himself but for his household and his family. We thank you, Father, for strengthening his hedge of protection. And we thank you, Father, for your love for your mercy and for your grace. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. 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 All righty. Well, there is one other person on the call. I don't know if they're on mute, um, but this is their opportunity if they want prayer to say something before you do the countdown. (laughs) Uh, get up. Well, going once, going twice, going three times. All right. I'll holler at y'all later. Peace. Okay, everyone. Have a blessed day.
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.